Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus, pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. Hi, I'm Rosalinda, and today, let me just tell you, if you have ever felt stuck, get ready to get catapulted into the destiny that God has for you. I have a question for you. What dream have you been chasing, but you just have not been able to catch? Well, today's guest, Nicole Crank, is going to lead you, guide you, and help you. She's the author of the brand new book, and I've got it right here, Go Getters. So not gold setters, Nicole. Oh, yeah. Hey, Rosalinda. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, I'm totally sick of setting goals. I'm ready to get some of the things I've been dreaming about. Just saying. Well, let me just tell you, I bet a lot of people listening feel the exact same way. We have said goodbye to 2020. We're in 2021. Hallelujah. We are going forward. So I'm going to brag on you, girl, just for a minute. Okay. So Nicole, after becoming highly successful in leadership, you were a big time in the corporate world. All of a sudden you stop that and you answer the call to God and you and your husband, your founders and lead pastors of Faith Church, you guys both blog, you are both authors, you have four campuses of which I've been to several guys. I'm going to tell you, you got to get out there for their conferences. You're in St. Louis. Um, and then you're also in West Palm Beach. Girl, you are suffering for Jesus in West Palm Beach. <laughs> right? You know, answering that call was one of the best things we ever did. <laughs> um, and I always prayed to the Lord. You know, we have churches around the world and they're like in the jungles of Africa. I mean, we're in, I mean, at Peru, you got to take an Amazon trip on the Nile to get to a church. I'm like, God, can you put us on a beachfront, please? So I'm, I'm still waiting for that. But <laughs> Nicole, you, it says here, you've overcome adoption, molestation, marital abuse, leading to divorce, but now you are allowing God to turn what should have been your tombstone into your stepping stone. Nicole, I'm excited. It's a new year. What do you got to say about goodbye 2020? You know, you can either let your pain stop you or you can let it propel you. And it can either become your tombstone or your stepping stone. Really, God made my pain my platform. And so I think the pain that was involved in 2020, I know there were a lot of, the pivot was like the 2020 word. Well, 2020 caused us to pivot. I mean, everybody has pivoted. We have pivoted so much. I never want to pivot again <laughs> in my life, right? Um, but if it was anything minor from a pivot to a complete change in you know life, some people didn't get to have Thanksgiving. Some people didn't get to gather for Christmas. Some people moved, lost jobs, furloughs. And I did not want to release a book called Goal Getters right now. I'm like, people are not thinking about goals. They're just trying to make it. Right. And God got on my case. I don't know if God's ever gotten on your case, but. Yes, yes, yes. Well, he got on my case and he said, I want you to help my kids dream again. Hmm. So that is the whole impetus behind goal getters is regardless of it, God did not call us to dream in per perfect circumstances because that takes no faith without faith. It's impossible to please God. So faith is dreaming when we have no reason to dream. Faith is dreaming when there seems to be like, no, there's no way, like I can't dream now. I'm just trying to eat. No, God says, no, that's when you dream. 
He took, he told Jacob to dream. He gave Joseph dreams when he was a pit. So now is the time to dream. And that's what we're trying to do over the next few minutes is not just get you to dream again, but give five simple steps, Rosalinda. I mean, really an elementary school student, second grade, if you can read and write, you can follow this program. It's that easy. And here's the cool thing. It is full of science and it is full of psychology. And I'm a total nerd and I will lean into science and psychology when it lines up with the word of God. Word, science, and psychology all coming together. You know, we're still dealing with this pandemic, but last year when it seemed like everything halted and it was like, what are we going to do? For me, you know, not that we didn't deal with it. You know, my whole family had it. We overcame it. But I felt like God gave us time not to just spend and worry, but to go, Lord, you know what? This is a special time that we can set apart. We can write down, you know, what it is that you're speaking to us and goals. And so I begin to read this. And what I like about the book, Nicole, is that you do not have to be, like you said in there, you don't have to be a Harvard graduate. You know, sometimes I think we get caught up in excuses and we say, well, you know, I'm not her. I'm not this. That's not my background. You don't know my story. But, you know, if anybody knows your story, they know what you've overcome. And so I like that five simple steps. Let's talk about that. What does it take for me to stop just talking about my goals and actually achieve them? Well, you know, we spend the first 47 pages of the book talking about spending three minutes. Really, we are supposed to set our goals in no more than three minutes. And that's one of the five rules of setting your goals. And why only three minutes? Because when we think about our goals any longer than three minutes, psychology says that gives our brain long enough to start putting limits on. Like, I can dream big, I can dream big, I can dream big. And then we start to ruminate just long enough to go, okay, that was a little bit big. Let me just scale it. And you know what? Shoot for the moon and land in the stars. You know, what if you don't get all your goals, but you get 80%, 80% of something is better than 100% of nothing. And so many times people do. So this is, everybody did this, right? New year's resolutions. Well, it's new year's. What's your resolution going to be? I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to be, you know, a better family person. I'm going to spend more time with God. I'm going to read more. This is what people say every single year. Yeah. But a resolution is not a goal for several reasons. One of the reasons is, and this is one of the things I really drill in in the first 47 pages of the book. And why spend 47 pages preparing for three minutes? Because every minute we spend planning yields us is the same thing as spending 10 minutes in execution. So it is one of the only investments that you can make where you get a 10 time return. Science and psychology back that up. So we spend 47 minutes planning on writing our goals or 47 pages, but each of those 47 pages, every minute that that takes, we save 10 minutes for every minute we spend preparing. So as we're preparing for our goals, one of the big things I talk about is written goals. So one of the five rules of writing your goals, one is writing them in three minutes or less. The second one is writing them. And something that I tell you in the book is 97% of Americans, and that Harvard study that you referenced, do not have written goals. But do you know what the top people have, Rosalinda, the one thing they have in common? They write them down. That's it, just those written goals. So actually, not just talking about them at a party, but writing them down. And, And here's what we do. What makes the Goal Getters book different than maybe some really great podcasts, some really great YouTube, some really great programs that are out there? 
is it literally gives you the step-by-step checkboxes on how to completely maximize the opportunity to achieve your dreams for real in five simple steps. And I started um, really rolling out this information to some people at our church back in January of 2019. And we have testimonies from single moms who did not change their job, who have lived in apartments at their child is 12 their whole life, $37,000 in debt. She's achieved nine of her 10 goals. The last one she said, her last one she said is a physical goal. And once I get that, I won't be- I love that. That's right. But she is now a homeowner and she has paid off $37,000 in debt. She's to the last $4,000. You better be listening today because that is what I'm talking about. You know, Nicole, why is it so important to actually write it down? Because we talk about it. Why is it so important to write them down? Well, there's a thing called kinesiology. And kinesiology is the movement of the muscles. So one of the five rules is not just writing your goals, but it's writing them on pen and paper. Come on, somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody just rolled their eyes. Hey, I got all the tech gadgets. I have my iPad within reaching distance. I have my iPhone within reaching distance. I'm on the computer right right now. I get you and all the, the tech. And it's okay to record them in an electronic manner later. But... The method of actually writing it down, especially if you're saying it or hearing it, if you're seeing it, hearing it, and writing it at the same time. So if you're listening to this on this podcast right now, and maybe you've done the prep work, or maybe you're listening to a YouTube right now of this, and you've done the prep work, and you're getting ready to write your goals, when you have audio, video, and kinesiology working at the same time, the things that you're doing go 70% deeper into the brain. So a lot of times, Rolanda, a lot of people set their New Year's resolutions at a party by throwing out a couple of very general, very non-specific things that they can't measure. So they don't know whether or not they won. And at the end of the year, they can't even really remember what they said. What they were. That's right. You know, we're like, Lord, this is going to be the year. You know, this is what I'm going to do. And you're right. You know, well, some of y'all need to Google kinesiology because, Um, This is where that science comes together. But you know what? I am tired of thinking about goals. Even in my own life, I want to see new things. I want to watch God do great things in my life. It is going to take us doing our part. And I remember when I was working on my first book a while back, like five years ago, and this lady said, look, this is what I want you to do. I want you to write it down and date it. And tell yourself what day you want to get this done. And I didn't have a notebook. I didn't have that. But you know what I had? I had a tacky little uh, yellow sticky pad. And I wrote, I will write a book before such and such date. And you know what I did? My my beautiful bedroom. And there is a sticky note right on the wall. And I was like, no, I'm going to get up. I'm going to roll over. And I'm going to read this until I get off off my tail and get this done. Well, there's five things when it comes to writing the goals. Now, there's five steps. The first step is writing your goals. Now there's 47 pages to get to that first step, right? The whole book is only 166 pages because the book is actually not even meant to just consume. Like, Hey, you could read this book in a day, but it's not meant, it's meant to read, stop and apply, read, stop and apply. And there's actually two 30 day gaps where you shouldn't be reading. You should just be applying some very specific instructions to help you internalize, to help literally reprogram your brain through neuroplasticity and neurogenesis 
you're reprogramming your brain for success through some very, very simple exercises that I have you do once you've decided your goals in this specific way. So number one, you're going to write them on pen and paper. Number two, you're going to write them in three minutes or less, right? We kind of talked about why. Number three, you're only going to write seven to 10 goals. Mm. So not a lot, not a journal fold, not one for every department of your life. Well, I have done that. I've done that. I wrote like 10 goals for my spiritual life, 10 goals for my physical life, 10 goals for my marriage, 10 goals for my kids, 10 goals for my finances, 10 vacation goals. I had all of these goals. And you know what happened at the end of the year? I missed most of them. Right. Right. You got 10 vacation goals. I can't go on 10 vacations this year. Defeating when you look at that and you're like, you know what? I made all these goals. And then, you know, it's a letdown. It is. And the third step of the goal getting process, you write your goals then we internalize them and develop a vision. And step three is planning. And as we walk through that planning process, because here's the here's a staggering statistic, the best investment you will make of your entire life is a lot of people write their goals, they get that far. And Dr. Gail Matthews says, when you write your goals, you're 42% more likely to achieve your goals just because you wrote them down. Wow, that's good. But that gives us a head start, but that's not the staggering part. The staggering part is when you develop a written goal and a plan, get this, 1,000% more likely to achieve your goal. If you're listening to this and you are already in the beginning of the year, you're in a great space to be able to achieve something, to change your life, you know, and I've seen how God has just like catapulted your ministry, what God's done for you, Nicole you know, as a speaker and as a writer, as a mother, you know, and I will tell you, if you're listening today, don't get caught up and go, that's just for her. That's just for them. I'll never reach this, but you've got to write it down. You have to step into this. God has great things for you in 2021. This is a great year to begin again. It's a good year to start again. They're not hard steps. And what you focus on tends to manifest. Yes. So when our focus seven to 10 goals, why seven to 10? When our focus is divided, right? It, we don't get manifestation because we're like, we're everywhere. We're scattered. Uh, an old adage said, man who chases many rabbits catches none. Mm. And as part of the planning process, one of the things we find out scientifically is when you start checking things off, you develop a, a, a sense of winning and a forward momentum mentally and emotionally and psychologically that propels you to keep going. So there's a momentum to keep going. So when we have 80 goals and we find out, I'm not checking these off because we're so divided, what we do is we subconsciously start shutting ourselves down internally so that we stop pursuing our goals because we think we're not gonna win anyway. So what we do is we set seven to 10 goals. We get real specific with them too. So that's number four. So we write them down in three minutes or less, seven to 10 goals. And I dive into a lot of the why and how in the first 47 pages of the book. But then number four is, Rosalinda, we got to be specific. I literally wrote that word down on my paper here. So let me get just a little bit nerdy because it's all about that brain. And now I'll make it fun. I'll use like some Megan Trainer. It's all about that brain, about that brain. No trouble. <laughs> Really, it's how the brain works. And here's what happens with the brain. There is this part of your brain, the reticular activating system, that makes whatever you say go to work in your life. So that's why the power of your words is so immensely important because your brain doesn't know when you're joking or not. 
So you're like, oh, you know, I'm so old. I can't, you know, I can't go out. My back goes out more than I do. It says, oh, we have back trouble. I guess our back muscles should start just letting go. No, you can't say things like that. So when we start programming our brain to say, I need to lose weight. Well, our brain says, okay, we need to lose weight. Let's go to work losing weight. And your brain will start working for you until you lose one pound. Come on, tell me the secret. (laughs) As soon as you step on the scale and you lose one pound, you realize, I lost a pound. Your brain goes, check, we're done, next thing. Oh my goodness. And our brain automatically checks out because it thinks we've achieved the goal of losing weight. That's why we have to be so specific because our own subconscious, the part that we can't, like right now, how many times have you blinked in the last 60 seconds? Oh, you don't know, but now you're thinking about it, right? Like, oh, I just blinked. Okay, I blinked again. Our subconscious controls so many things that we don't think about, including our hunger, including our food choices, including our cravings. So when we program our brain, I'm going to lose weight. It goes to work saying, okay, we're going to have to shut down. We're going to have to behave. We're going to have to exercise. It starts moving us that way till we lose that one pound. And then it lets it all go. If we know, okay, I need to lose 10 pounds because everybody, I just want to know right now, if you're commenting on the podcast or if you're on YouTube right now, no matter where you are, is losing some weight on your goals for this year, just put in there a big W. You don't even have to type the whole word. Like we are in the truth. (laughs) Tell the truth. So specific, let's say it's 10 pounds. That becomes very important when we get to step three, because in step three, we're going to develop a plan to come back and back up our goal to lose 10 pounds. We're going to really program our brain. Once we've told our brain what to do, we're going to use neuroplasticity and neurogenesis to get our brain totally working towards it in the subconscious, even when we're not thinking about it. Then number three, we're going to develop a plan and we're going to arm our brain. So it has everything that it needs to move forward emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, physically to get us to achieve our goals this year. So we have to have that specific goal, but then... Rosalinda, the way we say it is so powerful. And that's number five. Tell me about that. Well, we have to phrase our goal in the past or present tense. So even when we phrase our goals negatively, I have to lose 10 pounds. Ooh, that is a truth. I just felt convicted. Tell me. Well, first of all, I have to, that's future tense, right? We need to somehow phrase our goal, number five, in the present or past tense. And then we want to do it positively. So let's pretend our goal weight is, let's make it nice round number, 100 pounds. Okay. Haven't weighed 100 pounds since first grade. 100 pounds, girl, my leg weighs 100 pounds. Don't (laughs) even talk to me about 100. Let's look, we have to bring that goal up a little bit. (laughs) But let's just, nice round number. Let's just say our goal is 100 pounds. So we say, say we weigh 110, we want to weigh 100. We say, I weigh my perfect weight of 100 pounds. Now the brain, because how many times, Rosalinda, have you lost weight and then gained it? Right, right. And lost the same weight. Now we program the brain to say, I weigh my perfect weight of 100 pounds. Now the brain is figuring out how to lose that 10 pounds and we're programming it once we get there. This is where I stay. 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 I weigh my perfect weight of 100 pounds. Now, my particular statement is, I will weigh my wedding weight my entire life. 
Hallelujah. Praise him. And so I can sell it publicly and not give away my numbers. Woo! (laughs) I like that. So what happens when you get to that point? What do you think keeps you there? Because we don't talk about words I didn't even know. Reticular something. What was that reticular? Reticular activating system is a small part in the back of your brain. (laughs) I'm super nerdy and then like a quirky leaf, weirdly fun. I don't know. So I'm this weird mix of things and that is let your freak flag fly. Let that be one of your goals. <laughs> uh, but that's why step number four in the goal getters process, we set goals, we internalize and visualize. So we have our vision. Then we take our vision and we back it up with a plan so that we have 1000% chance of reaching our goals. The number four, there's a word that I don't know that can I, can I use edgy words on your podcast? Oh yeah, like, go we for get it. censored? <laughs> go for it. You're good. You're good. Okay. The word is commitment. Ooh, yeah, I know that that's hard word that people don't like that word. So I changed it a little bit uh, and I call it the immense value of simply not quitting. That's right. People get to this point and then it's just seeing it through. So I spent an entire chapter, a section of the book, building in processes to see it through. And part of the processes is step five is rewards. We don't see it through if we don't build in rewards. So I spend one whole section of the book talking about rewards. And that is celebrating where you are on the way to where you're going and not waiting until you get the big goal to celebrate some. Like if you're trying to to pay off your credit cards, you pay off a certain amount and then go out and blow a little money and then go back and and do it. If you're trying to weigh your perfect weight of and that's 50 pounds for you, you can't live strict and never cheat. You have to build in some reward days. You have to build in some cheat days. That way you can celebrate, let loose, and then go back without feeling like you're living this deprived life. And what am I really doing anyway? I'm trying so hard. I just never get where I'm going. No, part of the immense value of simply not quitting is number one, understanding that failure is imminent. We are all gonna fail. Failure, I want you to write this down if you're listening right now. There is no forward progress without failure. Mm. What is success? simply getting up one more time than you fall down. That's right. So the immense value of simply not quitting, you failed, great, get up. Get up, dust it off and go again and don't quit. Thomas Edison said, I have not failed. I only found 10,000 ways that did not work. And that was the light bulb. We are starting a brand new year. This is your year to achieve your goals, to do what you have always talked about. That dream that you have been talking about, it's time to get a hold of it, catch it, but you've got to have a system. You know, I love that there's really only five steps. I love that they're small. I love that it's okay to just have seven or 10 things and that you have to be specific. Last year, I made a financial goal and I actually switched my password on everything to that specific goal. Come on. I love that. I've never heard that before. And so I'm stealing it. I'm just going to steal that. I'm going to use it in my life. I'm going to tell other people about it because they do. They get weary and well-doing. Galatians 6, 9, right? God knows we're going to fail and we're definitely going to fail without him. And it's the end of us, Rosalinda. 
We have to fail. We have to come to the very end of it. I've tried everything, God. He's like, finally, I'm getting to you. All I have left is prayer. He's like, all you have left, that's the beginning. It's the end of us that is the beginning of faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. So those people who have failed, why haven't I written, you know, I'm not writing goals again. No, I'm here to tell you, number one, I'm taking out the barrier of, you know, well, this is too hard. I don't know how to do it and all the system. The book is free. If you go to NicoleCrank.com forward slash goals, the book is free. You have to pay some shipping, but the book is absolutely free. And then for the serious people, Rosalinda, there's a productivity bundle. It's a few dollars, but that comes with that workbook. It comes with that masterclass. I walk you through all five steps plus two other sessions. It comes with some links where I teach 30 minutes specifically on top of that three extra things. It also comes with a digital planner because that planning piece is so important. So I send you a digital planner every month, every week, quotes, scriptures, writing prompts, reviewing those goals. So I help you remember to go back and do the work. There is a little bit of work, but each step is so simple. A second grader can do it. God wants you to reach your goals. And when we are successful, we bring glory to God. So if you're listening today, you say, I'm ready um, to reach my goal. No more dreaming about it. Nicole, would you just, if you have something you want to speak into their lives and just pray over them, this is going to be their year. You know, if you're listening right now, I want you to imagine me looking in your eyes. If you're on YouTube with us right now, I want you to see me looking in your eyes. And I want to tell you something. I don't think you're here by accident. Um, we don't serve a God of coincidence. We serve a God who's extremely intentional. So why did he intersect us today? He intersected us today because you were made for a purpose. You were created with a calling. And God put this desire in your heart, not just because he wanted you to fulfill it, because he needs you to fulfill it. You were created for this purpose. So this isn't just you trying to stretch. This is God trying to stretch you, working on getting your attention and saying, you keep saying, I thought there was more for me. And God's saying, yeah, there is, there is, there is. This is me. If you're wondering, God, I need a sign. This is your sign that God of heaven and earth is calling you to a deeper purpose and to loose the greater calling in your life. Now, I know there are so many people that just resonated with your spirit right now. So I want to pray for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we might have tried everything, but God, <laughs> it's not what we try. It's not what we did. Yes, we have to do our part. Faith without works is dead. But God, when we step out on the water, we begin to sink. You don't let us sink because when we're fulfilling your calling and our purpose, you grab us. So we may have started to go down in the water. But when we walk by faith and not by sight, all of heaven rejoices and you are pleased. So Father, right now, we make our number one goal to please you by stepping out in a faith that takes everything we have to muster because we know we can't on our own, but with God, all things are possible. God, we lose your will and your possibility in the earth. And we call this year the year that we fully step into our calling. We fully step into our purpose. And we lose God desires in heaven through us in the earth. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And amen.
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Nicole, for being with us. It's life-changing. I hope you're like running to go grab a piece of paper right now um, so you can begin to write down those goals. Make sure that you visit Nicole right on her website. You can look her up, NicoleCrank.com. You can find out about this great book. And remember that when we put our trust in God, He will fuel your faith. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.